Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. If you like what you're hearing, why not try a StephCast subscription? Only $4.95 a month if you buy a year in advance. Go to stephaniemiller.com to find out how. Happy New Year. Happy indictment season, Glenn Kirshner. Hello. Happy New Year, Steph. Happy New Year, guys. <laughs> it is going to be indictment season, right? <laughs> Gotta be. Gotta be. <laughs> you Well, you said it on Twitter. You said J6 Committee recommends Trump be banned from office. 14th Amendment agrees. Top line takeaway from J6 Committee's report. There is more than enough evidence to prosecute Donald Trump. Um, I mean, we've known that for a while. Was Were there anything you were surprised at? in the J6 report? You know, I'm not going to say I was surprised at just how comprehensive it it is and how much the report itself, I haven't read it all, I'm still working my way through it, read like what we call a prosecution report. Now, that didn't surprise me. I was sort of forecasting that because the entire investigative team consisted of former federal prosecutors, including some great RICO prosecutors, Steph, that report could be handed off to the Department of Justice. They're going to have to do some follow-up work. But, I mean, they could indict this thing within 60 days if they wanted to. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was just going to say, I don't even know. We've been off for two weeks, so I haven't talked to you in a while. It's hard to know what you think is the most legally significant thing that's happened in terms of, I mean, it's a lot, right, between his taxes and the J6 report. Um what do you think, I, I guess that would be the question, is the most legally actionable or legally damning thing that's happened over the last couple of weeks? So I don't think it's any one thing. You know, we are forever. I think because we're conditioned by, you know, crime dramas on TV and crime novels. I'm a crime fiction junkie. You know, I, you know, give me anything by Stephen Craze or, uh, or um, who, who's the big Michael Connolly. Yeah. And I love it. You know, I can't yeah. get enough of it. But we have been conditioned to forever look for the smoking gun, the blockbuster piece of evidence. Here's the thing, Steph. I never really built criminal cases on smoking guns and blockbuster pieces of evidence. I I built it on kind of a thousand points of circumstantial evidence that we pull together as a whole and present to a jury. No one piece of a puzzle ever proves the case beyond a reasonable doubt. It's assembling all of those pieces of circumstantial evidence. And that is what the J6 committee has done. They've given us all the pieces, but they've also assembled them for us. You know, so I don't think there was any one blockbuster legal development, legal development. There were a few that had me 
really pretty dang angry over this holiday season, like Jared Kushner blocking uh, an informed, smooth, safe transition of the government's COVID efforts to the Biden administration, things like that really got my blood boiling. But I don't think there's one defining piece of evidence that we learned about. Yeah. Well, uh, by the way, this one, uh, Luke Broadwater said the idea that Donald Trump believed all these pardons were necessary, I think, is really telling. Looking back, some of these people after January 6th looked at the events they were involved in and thought that they would have criminal liability. Um, a lot of this, I know I keep hearing the word intent, you know, the proving the intent that he knew he lost the election, that, you know, what his intent was uh, on January 6th. Um, th- these new texts released, right? Hope Hicks raged at Trump after J6 riot. We all look like dom- domestic terrorists now. I mean, how wow. damning are all these texts? Yeah, they're pretty damning. And the, and the pardon one is is big for a few reasons. One, it shows Trump trying to help his co-conspirators, trying to keep them out of trouble. The people who did his nefarious bidding, right? The pe- some of the people who attacked the Capitol, he wanted to excuse their conduct. That's helping out your criminal associates. Also, it's a little thing called giving aid and comfort to the insurrection. When you're willing to pardon people who participated in the attack on our democracy, um, that's giving them aid and comfort, plain yeah. and simple. And that's one of the ways the federal law says you can be guilty of insurrection if you give aid and comfort to insurrectionists. And let me touch on the Hope Hicks uh, uh, text because I thought it was brilliant um, because it's summed up in one one sentence, not only Hope Hicks, who she was, but who the Trump administration was. As this attack is ongoing, she says um, in one day he, Trump, ended every future opportunity that doesn't include speaking engagements at the local Proud Boys chapter. Mm -hmm. What did she do? She said, one, Donald Trump is responsible. She knew instantly and intuitively that Donald Trump is responsible. Two, she announced who Donald Trump's allies were because she said the only people who will have us moving forward are the Proud Boys. And three, Steph, and this is perhaps the most upsetting, she cared more about her own future job prospects than she cared about the survival of our democracy. She summed those three things up in one sentence. Yeah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. 
No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Speaking of text, Jenny Thomas and Clarence Thomas, oh. I was reading a tweet, must both be subpoenaed to testify under oath before one of the grand juries hearing evidence about January 6th. At best, they are material fact witnesses. At worst, they are co-conspirators to be charged with seditious conspiracy. Why is that left out? I, I, I hate to just charge that Liz Cheney is protecting them, but why, why are Jenny Thomas's texts? Yeah, there weren't there wasn't a whole lot that they left out. So I don't know if they still feel like that is some kind of a third rail and they didn't want to touch it. They wanted to just leave it entirely to the Department of Justice's discretion as to whether it should be criminally investigated. Um, so but but it's disappointing. I also think they didn't want to try to distract too much from the main message, yeah. which is Trump's guilt for yeah. January 6th. But I would have included it because it was relevant. It was important. It was incriminating. And it's something that, you know, we kind of need to grab hold of and deal with. We can't just kind of turn a blind eye to it and say, well, you know what? Supreme Court justice and his wife have some kind of, you know, special cloak of invisibility. And we're just not going to do anything about their apparent, well, their unethical conduct at a minimum and criminal conduct at worst. Yeah. What? Uh, so I guess, well, first of all, you also tweeted the many crimes of Mark Meadows make him the prime candidate for DOJ prosecutors to flip against Donald Trump. Do you think he has? Do you think he will? I don't know if he if he has. I will say he's been very silent. And that is at least some indication that he is perhaps cooperating with the federal prosecutors. Do I think he will? Only if he doesn't want to die in prison and only Mark Meadows can decide whether he'd rather go down with the, you know, the, the SS Trump or he would rather cut his losses. You know, I always told my aspiring cooperating witnesses, look, sport, the decisions you've made in life thus far have gotten you to where you sit today. Where they were sitting was usually in a jail cell across the table from me, the prosecutor. And might you want to try something different? Because what you've tried thus far hasn't worked well for you. I think Mark Meadows ought to try something different. He ought to try being a patriot and caring about democracy. Yeah. Um, Well, let's just the last one on J6 is uh, today where you sit. Do you think Trump will be indicted? Is there a time frame in which you think that would happen? I think he has to be indicted because if he's not, I do believe that eventually spells the end of our democracy because that will be DOJ giving permission yeah. to every president um, moving forward to do exactly what Donald Trump did. That will be DOJ putting its stamp of approval on all of this conduct. And I don't think our, our nation can endure that. What is the timetable? Impossible to say it. And You know, I have hero fatigue because it was going to be Bob Mueller who took care of this. It was going to be Merrick Garland. Now it's going to be Jack Smith. Jack Smith has the bona fides. No two ways about it. But we've I kind of feel like we've been fooled twice. Yeah. And I would hate to be fooled a third time. 
He was just appointed really recently in the last few months. We have to give him a little bit of time. Yeah. I sure as heck hope that with everything we've learned from the J6 committee, with all these transcripts that have already been generated, we could see an indictment by, you know, April, by May. That would be my hope. Yeah. That's why I stick with one hero. You. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a one hero woman. Very kind, Steph. Yes. All right. I'm not doing a very good job. All right. Let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) No, Trump's tax returns, you said, and the corruption at the top of the IRS during the Trump years. Doesn't this show he is a tax cheat? I don't I don't understand. Yeah. How he gets yeah, away with, how he has it gotten shows, away with, or will gotten away, will get away with what we saw in these taxes. It shows he's a tax cheat. Of course, they prove in the New York prosecution of his organization and his chief financial officer, Alan Weisselberg, they proved not only that he's a tax cheat, his organization was a tax cheat, but they expressly argued to the jury that Donald Trump explicitly approved the fraud. What this proves beyond the fact that he was a tax cheat, which I think we all knew, is that he really did thoroughly corrupt the IRS by installing Charles Reddick as the commissioner. Not only was he not under audit, he was not under audit and he was supposed to be. I mean, yeah. He was supposed to be. It was a mandatory annual presidential audit. Reddick didn't do it. Reddick hid from the public the fact that Donald Trump continued to lie about being under audit which makes Reddick complicit, in my opinion. And what we know is that our institutions failed under Donald Trump. Will they succeed under Joe Biden? I have to hope so. But I think fair is fair. We've got to talk about the the weak spots on both sides. Why in the world Joe Biden didn't get rid of Charles Reddick as the IRS commissioner when the administration obviously knew about some of this stuff? I think is a fair question to ask. Yeah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax. The way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's, um, the George Santos thing, I just think, unfortunately, <laughs> is not a surprise in the Republican Party right. today. You said, well, McCarthy, congressional Republicans abused the American voters by standing by liar representative-elect George Santos. Well, of course, the answer is yes, absolutely, if it gets right. Kevin McCarthy the votes he needs. But I talk to me about that he's apparently wanted for charges in Brazil. Like, what? how... Among all of these other things he's being investigated for, just talk to us about this legally. Because, I, I mean, yeah, he, obviously he tomorrow is, he will be seated, it looks like. George Santos is the Republican Party. And, right. you know, not only will they not push him away, they will embrace him. They will stand shoulder to shoulder with him. So they have one more vote right. to pass. I don't know. I, I won't say their agenda because they don't have an agenda. 
But whatever it is, McCarthy, if he becomes the speaker and the Jim Jordans of the world, plan on using the House of Representatives for is, is an open question. But, you know, Santos is the Republican Party, and he will have, it, it, it seems impossible to believe he will not have campaign finance and financial fraud charges barreling down on him. Because think about this. He loaned $700,000, he claims, of his own money to his own campaign in 2021. And yet when he filled out his candidate forms, I believe under the penalties of perjury, he said he has a salary of $55,000 a year. Okay, so my by my calculations, he would have had to have saved every penny of his salary yeah. for 13 years just to give his a loan to his campaign of $700,000. You're going to see dirty money flowed into his campaign coffers, yep. Yep. and I think that's what will end up bringing George Santos down. Quickly, can I just say, because my dad was a congressman from New York, as you know, the fact that we've gone from my dad, who was a Nuremberg prosecutor, to someone who lies about having relatives who died in the Holocaust is is everything you need to know, again, about the Republican Party today. But quickly, because you end on a hopeful note, you said this is how you deal with election deniers like Carrie Lake, beat them at the ballot box, crush them in the courts mm-hmm. when they file bogus challenges to the election results and seeks $500,000 in attorney fees for baseless lawsuit. Um and then your final one, a more perfect union, the younger generation seems determined to make a better, kinder, more just America for all. Um, I think we end 2022 on a, on a hopeful note for justice, don't you? I am, I am optimistic going into 23. We should, because look what was uh, disclosed by the J6 report. Massive, massive crimes being committed by Trump and his co-conspirators. I have to believe, I have to believe accountability for that is coming. Because the alternative is we really lose our republic. So I do think, you know, better late than never, accountability is coming. Did you ever know that you're my hero? <laughs> no, but that's very kind of you to say, Seth. <laughs> the wind beneath my wings. All right. Love you, Glenn Kirshner. <laughs> See you next love time. Love you, Seth. Thanks, See you guys. Glenn. There he goes. <laughs>